Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed on the view podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And this is a disclaimer before we get into this episode. You know, we're going to be talking about a lot of controversial issues surrounding Dave Chappelle and his newest stand-up Netflix special, The Closure. So, I just want to let you guys know going to this, this is going to be a lot of uh, strong opinions, a lot of thoughts, and, you know, not everybody's going to agree with what we said, but this is an open space, and we are two open-minded people. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please don't get offended and don't take everything that we say to heart because we just stand with Dave Chappelle. So before we kick it off, I just want to let you guys know about what's about to happen. So sit back, relax, get a coffee, get a beer, get some food, cheeseburgers, wings, whatever you do. But remember, a helping hand is a better hand. Now let's get started with the most charismatic episode and controversial of all time. Let's get it. So this one, uh, this one I've been looking forward to doing for the longest because we all know controversy sells, especially in the world of entertainment. So let's jump right into it. Dave Chappelle, everybody got an opinion. Everybody has a voice about it. Uh, you know, his latest special, The Closer. You know, capped off the recent run of his comedy specials on Netflix. And it sparked a lot of controversy for the LGBT community. Um, did you get a chance to watch the special? No, I actually didn't. You didn't? No. I, I, I watched it. It wasn't my it wasn't the funniest one, but he made a lot of good points. And um and that's going to lead into one of the topics I want to talk about. But I'm going to dive into that in a second. So basically in this special, you know, he talked about the LGBT community again and how they have achieved a certain um, thing. You know how, you know, for us black people in black America, you know, we've been struggling for many years, hundreds, thousands of years to, you know, be equal, to be treated with respect. And he was talking about how the LGBT community was able to gather such respect in a short amount of time and before, uh, you know, black people. And a lot of people thought that he was punching down on the LGBT community, that he was uh, uh, throughout his whole specials. He was uh, just transphobic, homophobic. And, you know, a lot of Netflix employees walked out because they didn't like the special. Let me ask you, what do you think about? The Netflix employees walking out because of um, this latest special. Hey, Siri, define pretentious. <laughs> you know, um, I I don't know the jokes that he made about them per se, but what I but what I do know or what I've heard for the most part is that he just told the truth. You right. know, the obvious facts of the situation in America as it relates to the LGBTQ um community i think it's just a situation where or it's been a situation where oh anything you say about them that they don't like you know it makes you homophobic transphobic or a hateful person you discriminate against them you know blah 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 which honestly if i just decided to watch this special right now 
I highly doubt that that was the case. And they've always been an oversensitive lot since the 90s. You know what I'm saying? I remember when, you know, the uh, representatives of the queer nation or, or whatever they're called, you know, pulled up to the Arsenio Hall show and was like, oh, you know, how come you don't have any gay guests on the show? And he's like, yo, I've had gay guests on the show, but what business is it of yours, whether they're gay or not? Right. You know what I'm saying? So they, they've been out here. I think, you know, to kind of respond to what you said initially, where you said that the LGBTQ community has been able to, you know, garner a certain, you know, a significance in society and have like a top tier place in society is because the government been behind them since Obama, you know, saying Obama came in and made sure that by the time he left office, that gay people had more press that took way more precedence over black people. So, you know, for me personally, I just think that um, that the Netflix employees doing that, honestly, I feel like they didn't really want to work for Netflix at all. If that's all it took for them to walk out. Right. And I want to break this down because there's a lot of things I want to I want to touch on. First of all, I want to say Dave Chappelle is one of the most uh, he's the best comedian I've ever seen. And don't get me wrong. I never I watched a couple of the Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle shows and or Chappelle show. Uh, some of his previous specials, too, or I should say comedy uh, shows that he did before. But this latest run of specials has been phenomenal. I like I was watching a Mark Twain um, special that they put on Netflix when he got honored. And he said something that stood out. He said comedy is the only form of entertainment where you can still be free and express your own opinions and thoughts. But we live in a society now that they're trying to take that away from comedians and he's not saying the things he's saying in these specials or whenever he's performing to upset people but it's because he stands for comedy he represents comedy and he's fighting for comedy and i think you know it, it, this is this is the thing i hate the most the lgbt community i understand a lot of y'all don't like dave Chappelle. But why do you continue to watch his stuff if you don't like the man? If you know, you know, every special he does, he's going to say something. So why watch the show? I get it. I know why you watch it, because you want to see what he's going to say next and then pick it apart. But why watch it? If It's like, you know, if Ian McDonald's is bad for your health and you one cheeseburger away anyway. from being in the hospital, why would you go buy three quarter pounders? Like, it, it just don't make any sense. And that's the part that frustrates me, is that I understand everybody has different opinions. Not Dave Chappelle's not going to be everybody's flavor. I understand that. But why watch a special if you know you're going to be offended by it, right? And then the second point I wanted to make, too, and someone pointed this out, and I thought it was, it was perfect. You have Netflix employees who probably never even watched a special. And I'm sure a lot of people who are complaining about the special haven't watched it, right? But they're walking now, staging protests, you know, trying to get Netflix um, uh, executives, you know, fire, storming executive meetings. But where was this outrage when Cuties came out? Because we talked about Cuties. We did an episode about Cuties. Where was the walkout then? You know, nobody was complaining about 13-year-old little girls, you know, you know, stripping and dancing provocative on a stage, but y'all getting mad over a couple jokes? Like, come on, man. Like, that's the part that frustrates me. It's like, this man, he speaks the truth. You can't say what he says in his specials aren't true. You 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 just can't. You you can't. And if you, and if you are going to say that, 
you know, be able to defend yourself and back it up. And if you do feel that way, cool, that's fine with me. But don't be one of those people that every time he drops a special, you're right there in the front row, you're paying all this money to see him, and then you go right on the blog. Oh, Dave Chappelle said this. Oh, you know, he's transphobic. Did you watch the special? Because let me tell you, one of the parts that, that spoke volumes towards the end for anybody who didn't watch it, he talked about how he had a trans um, uh, woman, San Francisco, and she was a known name, you know, and she was just trying to get a foot in the door into comedy. And one time he was in San Francisco doing a special and she came up. Oh, no, she was in the audience and they was doing like a, you know, one of those heckling kind of things, not in a bad way. But you know how, you know, a lot of comedians like to point, uh, you know, talk about audience members. And that started a friendship with them, too. They had a nice back and forth. She got the crowd, you know, laughing with her jokes and rebuttals to him. And they started a friendship. He used to every time he came to San Francisco or she needed advice, you know, he would um, he would reach out to her, try to help her. And, or when he was in town, get her to come on a special or on his specials. And he was talking about how she bombed the first time that she went on stage and, you know, people was booing and it was like, get off the stage. But when he came on, she did a nice, nice back and forth and she ended up stealing the crowd from him. And she did a lot of things for him. He was a mentor for her. And he asked it, he said, you know, I see a lot of, offensive jokes to a lot of people especially with the lgbt community why are you not upset like i'm surprised that you want to be my friend and she said because i'm a comedian just like you i'm not just a trans woman i'm a comedian i love comedy and i love what you do so yeah your jokes may not be the you know flattering for a lot of people but you're a comedian and i respect that and i will stand by that and you stand on what you you stand on what you say and he was talking about how um, towards the end of the special before it ended, he spoke about how the last special he did, she defended him. She went on Twitter and defended his special and, you know, talking about how he was a comedic genius and how great it was and that she wasn't offended by any of the jokes. And the LGBT community mobbed her. I mean, they they crucified her on Twitter, bullying her and she committed suicide. And are you serious? Oh, yeah. See, yeah she, it, sorry to cut you off, but I feel like um, and so it's it's set in stone that that due to the backlash from her defending him, that's why she she killed herself. Yep. These people should be fucking ashamed, ashamed of themselves, um, in my opinion. Um, I think that it's honorable. Well, one, it's very sad, you know, first and foremost. So let me say rest in peace. Two, I think the fact that she was like, yo, or, you know, that I'm an LGBTQ person, I'm, I'm trans, but then I'm also a com comedian. So, it, you know, what I am does not deter me, does not deter the fact or shirk the fact that I'm also a comedian and that I can understand that Dave Chappelle didn't mean any harm. I was going to, I'm going to ask you in a moment, like what his jokes actually were verbatim and what they actually were offended by, but it's not like, I'm pretty sure he didn't say, Oh, all, you know, every, the, the, every gay person in America should die. Like if he said something like that, then I would understand, you know, the backlash, but I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. You right. know what I'm saying? And I think, 
what he said was probably comedic in nature. Yeah, you could probably take offense to it, but what you take offense to really is a personal choice. You know what I'm saying? And most people's words only really have as much power as you give them. Right. This is just a situation where these people feel like they are above critique. You know what I'm saying? Because we live in America, we live in a country where there's so many, you know, different types of people from all different walks of life. And up until maybe recent years, no one has been exempt from critique or commentary into the LGBTQ community. And it's like, yo, what makes you above everybody else? You know what I'm saying? Because people make jokes about black people. People make jokes about white people. People make jokes about Latinos, Middle Eastern, Asian. But all of a sudden, these people can't, you know, be spoken about in a certain way. Mind you, Eddie Murphy, you know, was making jokes about gay people back in the 80s. They weren't saying shit before then, or I feel like back then, I'll, I'm, I'm not even going to say that they didn't have a voice because they did, and they did have a presence, obviously, because he was talking about them. But back then, you know, it was all good because, you know, they didn't have such, you know, political you know what I'm saying, social, economic clout like they do right now. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that she killed herself, to me, they should feel bad, but I'm pretty sure they don't give a fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? All they really care about is just not being, you know, saying disrespected or 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 slighted in any kind of way when more often than not, that might not have even been the case. This almost kind of makes me want to watch the, the Netflix special on myself just so I could see if it was that bad. It, it, let me tell you, it wasn't, you know, the any of the jokes, I think the last special he did, he did the whole, you know, in the car ride and how the trans was in the backseat and stuff like that. He didn't make jokes like that. Honestly, this special wasn't that funny, but I don't think it was meant to be. I think it was meant to be a way for him to sum up his points and really just ham home the fact that it's not that he has a problem with lgbt community because like, like the story he told at the end how he talked about how he doesn't care or judge you know people's sexuality it's the fact that they're limiting people's speech right and even caitlin jenna came out and she spoke highly on the special which you would think you know a lot of people might say oh she defended him why you know but even she said and this is well you know for quote dave Chappelle is 100 percent right this isn't about the LGBT movement. It's about the woke cancel culture running amok, trying to silence free speech. We must never yield or bow to those who wish to stop us from speaking our minds. That's perfect. I, I think it sums up exactly what he was talking about. I don't think any of his issues is with the LGBT community, because like he said in his own special, I'm an ally to you. But what I don't like is the fact that I can say the N-word. I can make fun of black people, Mexicans, fat people. But I can't make one joke without you guys, without people sending me death threats, without people trying to cancel me or people trying to stop me from pursuing the thing that I love since I was a kid, which is comedy. And I, I stand with Dave Chappelle. I know a lot of people may not like his comedy, you know, but he's honestly the last breed of a comedian that pulls no punches. I mean, this guy just does whatever he wants to do, but he also speaks the truth. It's not like he's just out there making homophobic threats, uh, kill all gay people, you know, trans people. You know, we shouldn't care about them. Let them all die. He's not saying stuff like that. But he, what he's talking about a lot of times is he's comparing how protected they are against the black struggle. 
you can't you know deny why? You know? you know why? Because not only are these motherfuckers bullies, but I feel like they're frauds because um, what what was it? The the National Black Coalition of Justice. Like, first of all, that's an LGBTQ um, organization. You know what I'm saying? But yet they put the word black in it. But then yet you don't see these people, you know, jumping up in arms when an, an actual black person, you know, what I'm saying a heterosexual black you know, man, woman or child or elderly person is going through it. They don't say shit. You know what I'm saying? So why do you think? So that's that's one of the reasons why is because, yo, they they hijack Black Lives Matter, because when you go on the, you know, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter website in their mission statement, nowhere in that mission statement does it mention black men, women, children or black, you know, saying elderly people. It only mentions black trans folk, you know, saying black lesbians and, and people of the specific people of the lgbtq community so that's what i'm saying so of course you know they're in a certain position of protection you know saying in society because obama made it so you know saying while he was in office he didn't do anything for us you know saying he did everything for them he made same-sex marriage legal he didn't he didn't make any 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 uh how should i say he didn't he didn't uh make let's say like uh you know what I, you know what i mean to fucking say you know i'm going with this shit yeah right <laughs> it's like, it's like I, I, i've i've said this so many times it's like i'm trying to find a new way to say the same shit right you see what i'm saying it's like yo nobody's got a problem with the lgbtq community but don't think that you're exempt or better than anybody else you know what i'm saying i mean this is dave chappelle and i feel like the only reason why dave chappelle has is able to kind of go tit for tat with these people is because he's Dave Chappelle and then he's been Dave Chappelle since the 90s. So he kind of has, you know, firm ground to stand on. Whereas them, you know, yeah, like they're they're a, a, a strong entity within themselves. But and, and, and to me, it almost seems like they use their power for bad purposes or selfish purposes rather than using it to actually help help people. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like, yo, if it was like if they were supporting black people, then things probably will be different, but they don't do that. Right. And, you know, one of the, I guess one of the turning points in the special was um, just for, you know, spoiler alert for people who didn't see it. Um, one of the jokes that he was talking about, or one of the things he was talking about was J.K. Rowling after he was talking about the baby who everybody knows was, you know, people, uh, the LGBT community try to get him canceled. He got for, canceled. Well, he did, but um i'm sure he's making a bounce back i mean it's only yeah, so long still making money i mean that's like when we talked about long beach griffey and heavenly controller they're still out there doing their thing you know what i'm saying so i feel like i i, I think you know cancel culture is a thing but you're all we're, we're dealing with the illusion of of you know cancel culture rather than actually being canceled where it's like your career is not going to thrive because i looked at the baby shit like yesterday i was like yeah, i haven't heard from this guy still doing his thing it might not be like out on the forefront anymore but he will always be the baby to somebody right but um yeah one of the things he was talking about jk Rowling, um and he was talking about how he agrees with her about how um gender is a thing and he was talking about how the uh trans community got mad and tried to cancel her about it and he was talking, he was calling, he was saying that he's team turf and, and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people saw that as a transphobic comment. And 
this is not a this is not an episode where I'm here to d- debate whether you know trans people and gender. Yeah, I'm not here to debate all that. But I think I see uh, that's probably why a lot of people got offended. But like he said, he made a joke about the baby. He was like, "Isn't it ironic that the baby went up? Uh, the baby was in Walmart, and I think North Carolina, and he shot a man in cold blood. Not not, not in cold blood, but." And um, I think it's self-defense, but he shot a man dead. But the moment he goes to his own concert and say something that they don't like, he gets canceled for that, but he's not in trouble for shooting and killing a man. And, you know, like I said, Dave Chappelle, he is the last breed of a dying, I wouldn't say dying art form, but a very centered art form. And a lot of comedians are coming out and talking about how, you know, they're losing gigs over saying jokes. You know, a lot of uh, club promoters are caving into the, you know, the demands of the LGBT community because, you know, they don't want to lose money. So if they don't like a certain comedian, you know, you ain't working here no more. And it's not right that, you know, we live in a society now where artists, comedians, actors, anybody with a public forum who express themselves with art is being censored. If we're going to, if what is next, you know, they, they're going after Dave Chappelle. Are we going to now cancel actors for, you know, playing a, a rapist in a movie? Are we going to be doing that now? It's just to the point where it's like, what, what is the big deal? You know, I think about when I think about comedy, Andrew Dice Clay, one of my favorite comedians ever, uh, aside of Dave Chappelle, but Andrew Dice Clay, if you want to talk about transphobic and homophobic, that dude would be the dude you look at and be like, yeah, he's crazy. Like this dude was from New York. So you already know how we get down. So he was brutal. Like this dude was just brutal, but he was funny. I liked him. Now that's a guy I could see, you know, to a certain degree why people would cancel him. Right. But at the end of the day, you know who Andrew Dice Clay is. You know who Dave Chappelle is. You know who, what you're going to get at these specials. You go to Kevin Hart show, you know you're going to get family jokes, part tart jokes, son jokes, and, you know, just over-the-top funny stuff. You go to a Dave Chappelle, well, you're not getting that. It's not going to be a family-friendly PG, you know, night out with the, with the little kids kind of show. So I, I don't understand why people are watching it if they know they're going to be... I think that's the part that mind blows me. It's the fact that they know he has a special coming out or he has multiple specials. You've seen most of them. What do you expect? Like, you know what he's going to do. So why watch it? Why well, watch it? Well, I mean, that I wouldn't even say that's like a really like an LGBTQ thing. I think that's shit, like dumb shit that people just do in society anyway. And a lot of times people will see, you know, a title and the video is clearly going to consist of some shit that they don't like or they don't agree with. But yet they'll click on it anyway, just to throw shade, throw negativity, you know, leave a dumbass comment. That's just some shit that people just do in this new era of society that we live in. And that really stems into like the late 2000s, you know, when social media, you know, really became prominent. Like, you know, we talked about Soldier Boy before and mind you. The majority of Soldier Boy comment sections and you know the replies to Soldier Boy's tweets are from haters that are following him. You know what I'm saying? Like how ass, you know, saying backwards, you know, is is that 
But I think we're moving into an era right now where it's going to get worse from here. So the fact that you're aware about what's going on right now, that's just you feeling the noose around like your, 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 your voice, your throat getting tighter and tighter. And the thing is people don't seem to care because the average person is just ready to comply and do what the fuck that they're told. Right. And a lot of the people that are creating these new rules are people who are in cahoots with the LGBTQ community for whatever fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't, I don't know why, but I just know that they're in cahoots clearly because they've been doing a whole bunch of shit to make life for them as comfortable as possible, at least a lot better than what it used to be. And I'm not saying that's not warranted because, you know, like gay people have been under attack for a long ass time. It wasn't okay to be gay way back in the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you were gay and you were walking down the street, motherfuckers knew you were gay. They probably just beat you up or, or try to, you know, kill you. You know what I'm saying? For no reason. Right. So I'm not saying that that's, you know, without warranted because they're still human beings too. But at the same time, when it gets to the point where you cannot even, you know, exercise your freedom of speech, you know what I'm saying? That's a problem. And people are fine with that. Like you look at Leticia Wright, she's saying certain things and then people want her to be silenced. People don't want her to voice her opinion, but it's like, why? You know, why is it that we have to live in a society now where, because we're, we're going, we're moving to a point now where everybody has to think one way and it's going to be illegal or it's going to feel like it's illegal to think for yourself. That's, that's where, that's where we're getting to. So it's good that we have certain people of a certain status that are willing to stick their necks out for the greater good, which is being able to say what you want to say, how you want to say, it, and when you want to say it and not having the fear of some sort of, you know, backlash, because let's be honest, that woman who killed herself should still be alive right now. She should still be alive right now. Like if, if, if it was just fine to just voice your opinion and like, and not have to worry about, you know, some weak ass backlash, she would still be here right now. Right. So that's why if these people really care, like, what do they really care about at this point? Like, do they really care about somebody? Because if that was the case, you were the impetus for someone killing themselves because they threatened her, you know, put her down, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like that was their fault or they had something. Ultimately it was her choice, but still like they were a factor in her mind because I'm pretty sure when, as you know, as famous as you are, when everybody knows you, if it feels like the whole entire world hates you and you're getting threats and, and this, that, and the third, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. This is why I, I feel like that in and itself is like hypocritical and like counterproductive to what they say that they want to do. You look at their mission statement, you looking out for your own people, right? Well, your own people is just saying, well, I'm one of y'all, but we don't think the same, but that's how you bridge the gap. You see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the, the, see, Dave Chappelle is, that's a start in the right direction. I don't right. know what he said, but what I do know is that he's just voicing a contrary opinion. So then what do you do? You take that contrary opinion and then you put it next to another contrary opinion and then you bring them together however they can come together. And then that's how you grow and people will have a better understanding. That's why I, I, I say that the bridge between love and hate is understanding. Right. You know what I'm saying? The problem is you, you're dealing with two different groups of people that feel like one party means the other person harm. And maybe that might be the case. Sometimes that might not be the case. But why not talk about this shit? But yet we're not allowed to talk about it because it's like, oh, well, if you don't agree with what we're doing, then we're not even going to talk to you and we're just going to cancel you and attack you. 
and all other types of shit. And then you have people who are who aren't even LGBTQ that are okay with the way that things are. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like I don't think that things will get better, in my opinion, because there's so that one, there's too many people in this goddamn country. And then, and then two, it's like you have so many people that don't have that capacity to realize, like, yo, the way that you, you know, get to the bottom of some shit is through communication. But most people, they don't want to, they, they, they misuse their voice. I think, you know, we talked about like podcast episode, you know, seven or, or whatever it was. And I was saying that most people don't understand the responsibility and the power of having a voice, you know what I'm saying? And it, because again, he didn't say they should all die. He just spoke truth, you know what I'm right. saying? Which we all know is true, whether motherfuckers want to admit it or not. He used his platform to speak his truth. They have their truth too. And then meet and speak about it. If, if you guys don't like what's what's being discussed, and you can go your separate ways, but at least you could say, you know, I had the benefit or we had the benefit of discussing shit. Yeah, we might not have ended up on the same page, but it didn't result in you know, the worst happening. And mind you, it already did because you had somebody that wasn't even directly involved that killed themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. So these motherfuckers, like I said, I mean, I, I, I would say that I lost respect for them. I, I feel like I, I did a little bit more because I don't think that any of them felt bad because they're still running their mouths talking shit about this shit right now. Right. And I'm going to bring up something that I was reading about the walkout. But this brings me back because this conversation is not just about Dave Chappelle and the LGBT community. It's about something that even Caitlyn Jenner said this is about free speech. And it reminds me of an episode I did, not for my podcast, but I went on somebody else's podcast as a guest. But it was 12 of us. And I remember we was talking about comedy, specifically Dave Chappelle, uh, the last special he did. And they were asking about free speech and stuff like that, or should comedy be censored? And I stood my ground and I said, I don't think it should be censored because at the end of the day, it's all jokes and it's somebody's truth. But even if you strip all of that, it's freedom of speech. As long as you're not calling to violence, which is illegally, you know, you can't do that. Right. But if you're voicing your opinion, if you say I don't support transgender people, is that the right thing to say? Probably not, but it's still freedom of speech. Everybody has an opinion. They have the, exactly. They have the but, right to fucking opinion. And, and that's what I said. I said at the end of the day, comedy is subjective. Not everybody's going to like fat jokes. Not everybody's going to like, you know, the people like Dave Chappelle who talks about realism things and, and talks about social awareness and social justice issues, right? But at the end of the day, you choose what you like. And if you like, you know, the part-time jokes and the dad jokes, watch comedy like that you know but to say that you should center somebody just because you don't like them isn't that dangerous and i i would say about nine people on the panel disagree with me calling me out saying you know if it's offensive then you know it shouldn't be allowed well what's offensive to you it may not be offensive to me and 10 other people so just because you're offended, that means that that joke can be said just because you don't like it. Is that the society we're living in now? That's the biggest issue I have. It's not the fact that the LGBT community or other people have a problem with the special. It's the fact that, you know, y'all taking this uproar and y'all trying to uproot everybody's lives to, to, to get this man canceled, to make him lose money. For what? Just because you don't like it special? Well, I'm sorry you didn't like it special. And I mean that. I'm sorry you didn't like it. And I, you know, I hope 
that maybe you know somebody else could come along and, and create a special that's more uh you know inclusive for you but just because you don't like it doesn't mean millions of other people didn't like it i'm pretty sure millions of people love that special and i don't think it's fair that a small group of people get to decide the fate of one person just because you don't like it and as i was talking about the the um the walkout so let me let me tell you what the the walkout and what their demands are to netflix executives let me let me break this down so the list of demands presented to Netflix executives includes making long-term investments in content from trans, non-binary, and them. BIPOC, which is Black, Fuck Indigenous, and people of color creators. People of color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me. They need to stop with that shit. Don't even don't even mention us because they don't they don't have our fucking best interests. You they only have the best interests of people of color who are trans, lesbian, or gay. Right. Stop, don't fucking don't fucking mention people of color when you're not even next. Yeah, yeah. But let, let me let me let me just finish we this. Don't bend, we don't we we don't we don't answer to fucking terrorists, yo. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> fucking terrorists. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You these motherfuckers got somebody killed and they got the nerve to ask for fucking demands and shit like that. Right. Like you really care about black people. Get the fuck out of here. Right. But yeah, let me let me just read the list of demands that they got. All right, let, let, let me just read what they're demanding yeah, over a comedy special they didn't like. Right, so making long term investments in content from trans, non binary, and BIPOC, which is Black, Indigenous, and people of color creators, fully inclusive spaces for trans and LGBT BIPOC employees, and accountability when content causes harm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds cool, right? But it's only centered around one thing. You have to be in the LGBT community. That's exactly what the, that's the only focus. It's not about black people. It's not about other minorities. It's only about people within the LGBT spectrum. And over what exactly? Because a comedy special you didn't like, this is not like, it, it, it's not like this. It was a thing of Netflix to, you know, fire uh you know lgbt uh community members employees i should say uh or treating them unfairly this is not what the demands is about as demands is about the fact that you know the same people who sit up here and brag and punch down because like they said they should pelt punches down on them but they have no problem punching down on him or other people that don't support them but these exactly. are the same people that had nothing to say when cuties came out, which was essentially child pornography, but yeah. you know, you know, they, they, they probably support that. I bet you, I bet you, these motherfuckers would be the first in the line to go see cuties and shit like that. Man, it's, blame Obama, <laughs> blame him for real. Because, like, like I said, like they, these people, they won't stop until the American flag is changed to a rainbow, and that's not even a real fucking rainbow. Because the top of the fucking spectrum is supposed to be purple. You know what I'm saying? They got that, they got red up top, and red represents your lowest fucking self. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look, put it like this I know people who are gay and they are nice people. You know what I'm saying? But if you're a bully and you have that bully mentality, and then like all you really care about is yourself rather than like making the world a better place for everybody and using, you know, your organization and, you know, your people to help everybody else then cool but that's not what they're doing like everything 
all the information that you've presented to me thus far, it just sounds like bullies, in my opinion. It's it's like it's like a bully bullies other people, but they don't want to be bullied themselves. It's like nigga, right. you're you're a fucking hypocrite. You know what I'm saying? And it's like yo, like nobody, hey, I, man, I, I don't know, yo. Like I I only see shit getting worse, and then they they probably would. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and fucking change the flag to a fucking, you know, upside down rainbow. They probably would do that shit because this society now, it's like if you don't pander to these people, they got a problem with you. Straight up. That's what that's that's where it's headed right now. If you do not pander to these people, if you're not like, oh, we like whatever the fuck people do to pander to these motherfuckers. If you don't pander to them, they'll try to cancel you for that. And fortunately, like I said, it's only because it's Dave Chappelle that he can kind of, you know what I'm saying? make it through the adversity but somebody else that couldn't do that right and that that's the point uh i was making is the these demands and everything it really goes back into look i'm sure there's gonna be people listening to this who are offended and that's not me or dimitri's uh intention on this but it's the fact that we stand with dave Chappelle and we understand exactly what he's saying and what he's saying is Allow me to do what I do in my own space. If you don't like it, Get the fuck don't out. watch. Yeah, exactly. Leave. Don't show up. Don't purchase tickets. Or just find somebody else that suits your needs. You know what I'm saying? But this whole everybody has to pander to you nonsense, it has to stop. But you know what, though? I, you know why I'm not mad at them? Because this is the society that we live in. The society of, you know, the snowflakes, the very sensitive. You know, like I said, I'm from New York, so a lot of things I say could come off hurtful and sensitive, and a lot of times it could be good intention. But we live in a society now where when you don't agree with somebody, you're considered racist, homophobic, transphobic. You're this, you're that. Why is there labels to everything? Just because my opinion don't you know correlates with yours? But but I I think what Dave Chappelle was trying to make the point he was making too. And you mentioned this too, where it's like, isn't it ironic that the people who preach about inclusion did this to their own people, somebody part of their community, all because they support this man? They killed her. They, I don't care how you slice it. Oh, she didn't have to kill herself. I don't care how you slice it. When you bully somebody and you claim to be an inclusive group who's a part of your group, but because they don't support the same ideas you don't like and you bully them to the point where they have to commit suicide, then you are the problem. And I don't want to hear about, oh, you know, it, it was probably a misunderstanding. No, you're a bully. I and yeah. I, I support and I, I stand with Dave Chappelle. I think a lot of these people, especially in the LGBT community, are bullies. If, you, if they don't get what they want, they're going to make lists of demands. They're going to walk out and they're going to force your hand. And unfortunately. I know one of the Netflix executives that came the, the moment the special came out and controversy started, he came out and said, I love the special. We're not taking it down. And I mean, Dave Chappelle got paid anyway. So whether to take it down or not, his bank account doesn't is pretty, matter. Yeah. You know, he already got, he already got his, his check. But I, I feel like, like I said, the, the message, because somebody has to say something, somebody has to say something. And there is a lot of people that wanted to say it. That's a fact. Like, I know Dave Chappelle's not the only one that probably wanted to come out and say what he said, but he was just the one that did it. You know what I'm saying? And he's taking, you know, the bullets and all of that that ultimately costed somebody their life. Like I said, like you said, 
you know, I stand with Dave Chappelle, but I just really want people to come to a place of diplomacy and communication and eventual mutual understanding. Like that to me is the goal. It's like people, people will complain about what society is and what it ain't, but then yet when you find yourself at odds with somebody else, you don't even want to, you don't even want to talk to them. Right. You don't even want to talk to them, but you want to make things better, right? For who? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, like at least because I, I think I might have saw like a TMZ, you know, uh, a title where he was just like, yo, like I'll meet with y'all. Like I'll talk to y'all, but it's going to be a scenario or situation that makes me feel most comfortable. At least that was the gist of what, you know, I got from that. And at least that's what you do. You know, so right. that's what other countries do. They, they have the leaders and then they go and then they sit and then they talk and then they try to come to a place of understanding. But yet average people don't even want to do that. Like I said, I don't, you know, I know gay people. They're cool. I've sat and I've, I have a podcast episode with one of them, like literally just touching base. And then before that, we were just talking about relationships and everything, like his walk of life or his experiences and mine, you know, like they can still coincide, even if they're not 100% the same. And the same thing goes for, um, you know, uh, how should I say, you know, experiences and things like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, most definitely. I've spoke to a lot of, uh, I, I just did, um, um, an episode with a guy, uh, he saw the, the last Jubilee video I did. So he wanted to have me on the show and, and talk about some of the points that I made. And, um, I talked to him at, when the camera, when we cut off and, you know, we was just talking and I asked him about i was curious about the dave Chappelle special and he was like I, yeah i thought it was great i have no problem with it and it goes to show you that just because you're in the lgbt community doesn't mean you know you have to have the same opinion and my point throughout this whole episode which i was very looking forward to making because i have strong beliefs too and i fully support what dave Chappelle, his mission i support his comedy and i support the theories that he makes. But ultimately, at the end of the day, for me, we should move back into a society because we're not in this society anymore. But we we need to move back into a society where having a difference of opinion shouldn't make you an enemy. Me and Dimitri, let's say we disagree at this whole conversation, right? Is it right for me to just cut the camera off and, and just end the episode just because you don't agree with me? No, no, it's not. It's not fair, not only to you, but it's not fair to the people who wants to listen. And I think ultimately that's what it has to come down to is being able to sit down, meet, hash out the difference. And you could agree to disagree or come up with a resolution. But you can come to a table and say, hey, come here, sit down. Oh, this is how I feel. And then they say something back and it goes one ear, goes in one, not one ear, not, not the other. Not the other. And then you say, oh, well, here's my demands. That's not how a conversation goes. And we all know that's not how people operate. So at, at the end of the day, for me, no matter if you like Dave Chappelle, you stand with free speech you're in the LGBT community, you're a person of color. I don't care what sexuality or gender or race you are. We should be able to disagree or agree, but be able to have a conversation and either walk away or walk together. So, um, do you have any final thoughts, man? Uh, my final thought is that um, people need to know how to disagree. 
there's multiple ways of disagreeing with somebody and most people's go-to is disagreeing with somebody in the worst kind of way, which is it devolving into insults being thrown and, you know, things that are totally unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like once people can kind of sort of wrap their mind around that, then people will be able to coexist and say whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not like, yo, you know, I should be able to just tear down a whole you know, group of people. I'm not I'm not saying that, but the the goal is to just be able to just have real freedom of speech and just, you know, what I'm saying say what you feel you need to say, like just like how they can say whatever they want. Dave's supposed to be able to say whatever he wants. Exactly. You know, but I, I feel like that that era, you know, is very, very far from where we are right now, because everything everything now tailors to problems like this everything like lends itself to issues and scenarios like this constantly taking place because this ain't nothing new you hear about these things all the time in the media so you know that's my final thought go watch my youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> you believe this guy i ain't even asking to plug this stuff you believe um yeah guy Demetri, where, where people can find you besides youtube because i know you have um, instagram and everything well yeah youtube you can find me at uh you could yeah you can find me at uh, mr dj a uh, dash mdj um and uh instagram dimitri dudes jr another episode for the books this is one of my favorite episodes because this is something we're both passionate about we can have a you know three hour conversation about this whole thing but you know just for the sake of the audience and you know people's mental awareness let's keep this short and brief but ultimately like I always say a helping hand is a better hand thank you dimitri peace